VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seats with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love Merry Christmas. What? Anyway, welcome to the 12 guests of Christmas. 2020 the doug loves movies annual event where 12 of my funny friends compete to become king or queen of christmas mountain or something like that they'll compete three at a time with each winner moving on to the final round at the end of the show where we will crown the ultimate trivia master i don't know and we're playing the original OG old school Leonard Malton game. My first three guests are Clark Wolf, Sean S. Jordan, and Matt Bronner. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hello. Uh, let's meet them individually and alphabetically, starting with Matt Bronner is here. Hi, pal. Hey, buddy. <laughs> How are you? How's it going? It's going great. Yeah. Going great. Yep. Uh, fatherhood still working out for you? Yeah, man. Uh, three months in probably, you know, I can't imagine it'll last that much longer, but it's been, you know, it's, it's been good. No, it's, yeah, it's awesome. Look, I, my, my wife and I, uh, when the California fires, uh, hit, we decided to drive to Massachusetts. So we drove 3000 miles to, uh, go live with her in-laws for about a month and just be somewhere else. And we just got back, uh, four days ago. So we, we made it about as hard as it could be already. So I don't know how much worse it can get. <laughs> I just jinxed myself, but you know, but it's good. It's good. Everything's good. All right. Well, in case you get, uh, you know, eliminated at the uh, end of this part of the show, um, why don't you go ahead and do uh, any plugs that you might want to do now? That's, that's probably a safe bet and, and a good bet to hedge. Uh, since I, I have won this, uh, this game and got all the way to the tournament, tournament champions uh, exclusively uh, by locking out and someone else uh, flubbing or goofing off and whatever. So, um, yeah, no, just um, I'll just plug my podcast. This might help with Matt Bronger. People call in, leave anonymous messages, and myself and a guest offer uniquely unqualified advice. 
Uh, so it's every Thursday on uh, the the Laugh Button uh, Podcast Network. I'll just plug that. Yeah, I know how unqualified your guests are to answer questions because I was on the show once. You were great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Ripping um, a bong in the kitchen. Like, that's the best guy to get advice from. <laughs> um, well, thank you for being here. And, thank you. Uh, and yes, you, you will need some luck because, uh, well, you'll see who you're up against. Sean <laughs> Jordan is here. Hello, buddy. What is happening? I'm excited. Um. You were saying before the show that uh, you've won in the past just because you lucked into a, a Jason Lee category. It was, yeah, it was, um, it was Jason Lee or it was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Um, but I remember <laughs> the answer was the movie Heartbreakers and I, because Jason Lee was in it. So I think that's might've been what it was, but I got negative two names, I think. And I got to go to the tournament champions and it was pretty buck because I lost real quick when I got there. <laughs> <laughs> Fun though. Do you have anything that you would like to promote? I'm a part of a podcast called All Fantasy Everything. So if you have two hours a week to kill, listen to that. And otherwise, just, you know, good energy out in the world. Have fun. Enjoy, uh, enjoy what you can right now and smile. Yeah, that's a good attitude. I like it. Yeah, man. Um, I also like that um, the people in the apartment building I'm in have decided that right now is when they should <laughs> vacuum the hallway. <laughs> really going at it out there i don't know if you guys can hear it can i can you? hear it yeah i can yeah. hear it yeah they're really uh it usually doesn't take too long because it's just a little patch of hallway right outside my door <laughs> but it's still hilarious how you know podcasting is, is so tricky when we're all at home i i it's already stopped so i think we're good um clean also joining us is Clark Wolf. Hello, Clark. Hey, Doug. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. <laughs> uh, you're uh, East Coast living for this uh, situation. I am. I'm back in my hometown of Atlanta. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh. And um, it's been nice, you know? It's been nice to to be with the fam and uh, get it really, you know, the weather is good. It's all good. I hear that, uh, you know, some people have been, you know, there's been a lot of talk of moving to Atlanta or anywhere in Georgia just to vote in the uh, Senate oh. runoff. <laughs> That's, That's right. going to happen. Perfect timing for me that that is not why I moved here. However, it definitely is a benefit. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I have absolutely registered and cannot wait to send uh, Reverend Warnock and John Ossoff to the Senate. All right. Well, fingers crossed on that. And uh, do you have anything that, that you would like to promote? I do, Doug. Third Christmas is a charm. December is finally coming out. I don't know if you remember, but I have promoted this horror anthology I'm in called December for the last two uh, Christmas episodes. And this year, it's finally out. So you can watch me and Barbara Crampton in December. I will. That sounds great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> great yes. Barbara Crampton from the classic Reanimator. We love Barbara Crampton. Yeah, all all the genre boys and girls <laughs> are super into her. She is worth being into. She is the best. She is the sweetest, most beautiful, most wonderful lady. So, we love our Barbara Crampton. We stand a Barbara Crampton. Mm -hmm. Well, we've got nine guests uh, standing by to uh, compete today. After the three of you are done. So we're going to get to it pretty quickly, but I do like to ask the question that I ask uh, every 
year in this show. What did you bring for the prize bag? Just kidding. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah, my heart skipped a beat almost. I was like, fuck, I didn't. You have us trained so well, Doug, right, that we actually get nervous. Did you pick? <laughs> it really streamlines this thing when we don't have name tags or uh, prize bags. Um, but I do want to know from each of you uh, in any order, uh, please tell us your favorite Christmas movie. Scrooged. Oh, it's so good. It's so it, every year. So good. Even yeah, year they, round, um, I watch it. Doesn't even have to be did Christmas. A marathon <laughs> of it on one of those cable channels last year on Christmas Day. I don't know if it's happening this year, but uh, I definitely caught it that way, and maybe even watched it like one and a half times. Yes. I, I, I find that movie extremely entertaining. A, a big part of what I like about it is how people didn't get it at the time. Like it wasn't like a smash hit. Right. It was, uh, it, people were a little weirded out by it. And I still am. Like, I still feel like. <laughs> well, it's darker like, than you think. I feel like even when he turns nice at the end, spoiler, that uh, Bill Murray is still super physically mean <laughs> to Bobcat Goldthwait. I mean, yes. you, you know, it's funny. I recently read the Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol for the first time. It's a really close adaptation. Like, it's mm. actually a legit, like, really solid adaptation of that story. There's a lot of dark humor in uh, Dickens' Christmas Carol. So Yeah, uh, and people don't know about the original Dickens uh, version that it did take place at a tv network right absolutely it's TV like was up with the idea before the thing materialized in reality it's <laughs> way ahead of its time yeah dickens actually wrote scrooge for bill murray i don't know if you guys know that but um, everybody knows that yeah so, okay basic trivia sorry i, I i'm done it hurt, yeah, it hurt. And shakespeare <laughs> shakespeare wrote what about bob for him <laughs> <laughs> well that's i mean it's king lear but we come on. You didn't call it. What about Bob? <laughs> what about you, Matt Bronger? Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? I mean, the first one that came to my mind because it's just so fun and everything fits together so well is Die Hard. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, you know, I'm, and it's only a Christmas movie because it takes place during Christmas. I, I don't know if it's technically a Christmas movie, but I'll just go because I it's it's you know. Something about a barefoot man taking on a terrorist organization in a you know in a skyscraper is just great. So. Yeah, Jesus, yeah, dude. It's um, I, I always uh, I always watch that scene where the guy on the plane tells Bruce Willis to relax. You should take off your shoes and socks and scrunch up your toes in the carpeting because you know what's going to happen to his feet mm -hmm. uh, in the movie when you're watching that scene when you've seen the movie over and over again. I'm just like, why did he listen to that guy? I've never thought about that. Ever. Yeah. I know. I seriously <laughs> never put that together. Like this guy, that guy on the plane fucked the whole thing up. I never. Yeah. That had, there had to be in the script a reason for wow. Bruce Willis to not have shoes on through the whole movie. Well, and, and if you, if you saw the director's cut, he also was like, and like, leave your shirt off only wear <laughs> and make sure you, you fight a bunch of guys and get really sweaty and greasy and smoke a cigarette. And you'll be weirdly sexy, uh, even for a man of your body type and hairline. And that line is really long, but they, it's, it's in the director's cut. I, I think that guy was actually attracted to John McClane on the plane. It just, John never picked up on it because he just didn't get it, you know? Yeah, they did. They did figured the movie needed to get to Los Angeles quicker. They just yeah. spend so much time on the plane. Uh, planes are in the next Die Hard. Um, what about you? What about you, Sean? It changes, and I think right now it's going to be Home Alone. 
Yeah. I, I just watched Home Alone like two days ago. It's I'm not splitting the atom, I understand, but it's so good. It's so, so, so good. Everything from the knocking down of the statue in like every time a car pulls into the driveway and then the one time it's just implied that they knocked it down because they just cut to the movers like picking it up. <laughs> That's such a good, funny, tiny little part. But it's just so, so, so good. I love it so much. Have you ever seen uh, the the uh, Walter Matthau, uh, Mason Gamble version of uh, Dennis the Menace? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's like, it's so crazy because Walter Matthau gets his nuts crushed and stuff. He gets tortured <laughs> like as badly as the wet bandits and all he's doing is minding his own business in his home. Yeah, it's buck to think about like what that would do, like a paint can to the dome. You'd be so, oh. that would hurt so bad, like a concussion or that iron straight to your nose, broken yeah. nose in a million pieces. Your nose would be shattered. Well, shattered everywhere. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's. Yeah, I just, I'll just, I, I'll add this because I just found this out. Uh, evidently, John Hughes got the idea when they were shooting Uncle Buck and uh, John Candy like knocks on the door and McKelly Culkin opens the um, the mail slot. It's like, who is it? And he won't let him in. He's just yeah. sitting there in a chair. And he got the idea. He's like, what if that kid just wouldn't let anyone in this house so he could be by himself? All right. Oh, he went to the hotel cool. room and like wrote that movie in like a weekend or something. Dude, that, you love hearing that stuff. Like, yeah, there great. was. I think last year they had those little mini docs come out. One of them was on Die Hard. One was on Home Alone. But one of the interesting things about Home Alone is John Candy did that movie for scale. So he got like 300 bucks or something to do Home Alone when he was in the Kenosha Kickers. Oh, wow. That's so funny. <laughs> you know, Kiss Me Polka moved about polka, polka. 70 units. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not really a, a Christmas movie per se, but uh, John Candy and his uh, his relationship with uh, Gabby Hoffman and uh, Macaulay Culkin and Uncle Buck. Is, Absolutely. It's the cutest fucking thing. Yeah, man. It's Love so that movie. Pancakes with a shovel. And then when he shows up and like, I think about how when he shows up to that, like that makeout party, or I guess the sex party with a power drill, you're just like, mm -hmm. damn, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> just I, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a framed Uncle Buck poster from Germany that uh that in german they called it align mit uncle buck which means alone with uncle buck <laughs> which that's different and it says, you know mit michele culkin um of however you say it in german of uh um align in the house which means alone in the house so home alone <laughs> in germany was alone in the house like they make everything scarier <laughs> Well, those are all some great uh, recommendations to people to get there because uh, I'm sure nobody's heard of any of those movies. I know. <laughs> um, pedestrian. I'll ask the next batch people, name a Christmas movie nobody knows about, and then they'll probably say the same same answers. The What's apartment. your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, Who, the me? Apartment. The, the yeah. Apartment's a great Christmas New Year's movie. Great call. I got to watch that for Christmas with my wife. Great call. Oh, The Apartment. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that one, Sean. Okay. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever seen it? I did. Ian made me watch, not made me, but he loves that movie. And we watched it I, like a year ago, I think. Well, uh, Ian yes, is fantastic. just a big fan of workplace misogyny. <laughs> yeah, he was rooting for the guy's boss. I didn't want to air him out like that. But yeah, yes, Ian. I didn't say it. It was funny that, you know, Fred McMurray was like, you know, he was in the Flubber movies and he was on My Three Sons on TV. So like my whole childhood, he was like, you know, just a very sweet, gentle man in most things. But whenever he played a villain, particularly in the apartment, 
he really had he had that gear ready to go like he was very good at that mm. so good in that movie um, they're all so good yeah it's that's a that's a fun one i think i think you're right i think i'll watch that one again too myself all right let's do this let's get into old school Leonard malton game apologies to anybody listening who doesn't know how this game is played but uh you know Remember that first time you turned on Jeopardy and you wondered why people were answering uh-huh. in the form of a question? You eventually <laughs> figure it out. God. And uh, yeah, and, uh, of course, um, the late Alex Trebek recorded enough new episodes of Jeopardy that you can actually see uh, the final new episode of Jeopardy will be on Friday, December 25th. Oh, are you kidding me? I almost been crying. Seriously? I'm not. I know. That's how I'm spending my Christmas is just sitting around sobbing all day and then watching that. Dude, he was such a G. I just watched that little mini doc that came out on on Hulu. He was such a rad dude. He hosted like 11 game shows before Jeopardy. Oh, yeah. And he was really wacky on them. Like he he took the serious approach because that worked for Jeopardy. But like in previous game shows, I'm watching on Buzzer, uh, episodes of concentration and like if the contestant is a woman he holds her hand he kisses her he, he like it's just you know it was in the 70s so it was, a, it was a whole different approach but it's it's fun to see alex uh you know in that mode all right here we go old school leonard malton game we're gonna go alphabetical order okay. just to make it I mean, I guess that's not fair, Clark. You're always I'm always Clark last. Wolf, you're it's always going to be go with first names. I apologize. Oh, that's a fun idea. Yeah. All right. Well, that did you suggest that, Sean? Yeah, Clark's first. Yeah, and then you're last. Well, that's all right. I'm, you I volunteered can... to be last. You were in the sweet second spot a moment I ago. I volunteered to hang out with my friends, and I'm having a great time doing it. So, win or lose. We all come out victorious. Sean, that is the spirit of Christmas, if I have ever heard it. It makes you me are... comfortable when you guys fight like this. I'm telling you, all I do anymore is skateboard every day. It's like I skip school all the time, and I'm thrilled about it. So win or lose, I'm going to go skate later. Nice. Yeah. All right, so we're going – We're gonna. in that case, it goes Clark, then Matt, and then Sean. So Clark gets the first option to pick – a category, uh, which one of these categories would you like to play, Clark? Would you like um, Happy Holidays, okay, or Good Santa, <laughs> or Fa-la-la-la-wa-wa? <laughs> um, I would like uh good santa please okay good santa is movies featuring an actor known for playing santa but not in this movie Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) okay gives this movie from 1987 three stars he calls it engaging and sweet and then he lists 12 names wow how many names do you think you can get it in clark wolf i'll say eight. Oh, that's a good opening bid that's mm-hmm. solid yeah 
I'm it's, so nervous. It's enough names to really get a strong feel for what we're talking about, but we move on to Matt Bronger. All right, I'll do 12. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I gotta play the dumb card. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll say I'll I'll, uh, I'll just I'll go six. Six names, he says, Sean Jordan. And it's an actor who's known for Santa, but they're not Santa in this movie. It was eighty nine, eighty seven, eighty seven. A nice way to confuse the other players. Yeah. This. Uh, well, Maddie Boom Boom. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you to name it. Okay. You're giving him. You're giving him six names. I'm trying to play. I don't think I know it. I I don't think I'm gonna get it if I go less. Oh, Sean, I don't think I know it. Well, I know that. <laughs> I would bet that my, you don't. My move is to bluff openly. <laughs> I right. I think I'm getting the point on this. <laughs> We're playing to two points. Mm-hmm. So I think this might work out for you, Sean, but we'll see. <laughs> Yeah. Your six names are reading from the you know bottom going up. Mm-hmm. Of course. Rain Wilson, Justin Long, Missy Pyle, Patrick Breen, Robin Sachs, and Enrico Colantoni. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god, this is killing me. If you, you knew say, it. Wait, did you say 87? No. What year is the movie? You did say 87, say Doug, 80, but that 87. can't be right based no on way. all the information you just alive. provided. <laughs> so crazy that like this, this uh, what I'm using to uh, you know run this game is usually pretty accurate, but now I'm also seeing that next to 1987, it says directed by Stanley Kubrick, which is, which is very not true. No, I'll be I'll be watching this movie, whatever it is. The second I love done. Justin Long's work with Kubrick. Uh, <laughs> all nine of those movies. But do you need the actual year, Matt, or do you think from that cast you can tell? It, me it, look, it's not it's not going to help. I'm sure. You say like 2003, but um, shit, shit. Okay, it's just Missy Pyle. Um, oh my gosh, it's 1999. Okay doesn't exactly help but how was he in that i'm glad clark knew it so she could catch that that year was wrong yeah yes yes and i'm so glad sam levine isn't here because he would Um, okay is it be demanding that the whole game be thrown (laughs) out i'm just gonna throw a long bomb is it miss congeniality no, it's Galaxy Quest. Galaxy hey, Quest. you Son wait a second. You don't get I a... <laughs> I wish I could give you a show-off point, Clark. But That's instead, okay. The point okay. goes to Sean Jordan. Congratulations, Sean. It is Woo. Galaxy yeah. Quest. Yeah. Sean, this is what you get for being a kind, wonderful soul. It's, it's all working out. See the, Look at <laughs> the meaning that. of Christmas. Look at that. I'm thrilled about it, to be honest. You did land in your lap. Um, Rain Wilson, I learned recently because I, I did last summer, last summer, that's what I call January. <laughs> uh, last January at Sketchfest, they did a tribute to Tony Shaloub and they showed Galaxy Quest. And uh, Rain Wilson is one of the aliens in the movie and is pretty prominently so in the early going in the film. And then his character just disappears because he was 
obligated to some other production and couldn't, uh, they had to reduce his part. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's fun to see Rain Wilson playing uh, one of the aliens. And of course, early Justin Long and, uh, and Patrick Breen is a character actor I've always enjoyed. He's the one who has that sad death scene in uh, Galaxy Quest. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, if this wasn't a Christmas episode, the category would have been called uh, been there, bring that, <laughs> bring there, done that. It's funny, Doug, because I was trying to think about people who played Santa. And of course, for Tim Allen, like popped yeah. right into my yeah. head. But Me when too. you said 1987, I was like, no, then, okay, what other Santas could it be? So that's funny. <laughs> I couldn't think of a single other Santa than other than Tim Allen, like, a, like an actual notable Santa Claus. I couldn't think of any. He is yeah, the Santa um, Claus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, uh, it's usually played by a character actor who isn't like the main character in the story. Right. Totally. You know, like Ed Asner and Elf. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I guess okay. So, uh, but since um, since Sean challenged Matt, he gets the point. But that means Clark gets to go first in this uh, next round, and then it will go to Sean again. So, because uh, the order's reversed, Clark. Which category would you like? Would you like uh, Happy Holidays or Fa-la-la-la-la-la-wa-wa <laughs> or Stupid. your third option would be <laughs> your third option is Eight Crazy Names. Ooh. Huh. Let's do... Okay, I have a guess as to what this is category is, so I kind of want to find out. Let's do Happy Holidays. Okay, Happy Holidays is uh, comedies that have a day of the week in the title. Okay. okay. Mm. From 1995, I'm guessing. I don't know if any of this is right anymore. <laughs> Oliver Stone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one and a half stars. Um, Leonard says that this movie has a talented cast and that it is practically plotless. And he lists 12 names. How many do you think it'll take you to figure it out, Clark? Yikes. Okay, this did not go how I thought it was going to be. I thought that the category was going to be holidays that were not Christmas. Uh, Oh, yeah, all those great Arbor Day movies. You know, you know. (laughs) Um, So uh, 12 names and, okay, 1995. Um, I don't feel great about this one. So I'll, well, I'll say eight again. Eight seems good. That's a strong opening day, but this time we go to Sean, who's a vicious player. Uh, yeah. So it, these are, and you'll have to pardon my ignorance. These reviews are from Leonard? Yeah. Okay. And in 95, it's got a day of the week in the title. So that means Leonard didn't love the movie, but he did say it had a talented cast, but it was almost plotless. Is that yeah. Is- he gave it one and a half stars, which is, you know, on a scale of one to four. Yeah. Is on the lower end. I have an idea. So it's either all or nothing. Um, I mean, you could say zero names, but then Matt will challenge you possibly. And then you'd have to name it. I'll say zero names. Let's have fun. Wow. Okay. Well, it's it's fun for the game to end suddenly. No, it wouldn't be because Clark would get this point, right? (laughs) 
No, you'll get the point if. Uh, oh, if I, that's right. If I win, then I get the point, don't I? Yeah, and you well, will, then you you will have won this segment of the show because it's we're playing to two points. Okay, well then, no, I don't want to end. So I'll say, <laughs> I, well, no, I you know I do want to have fun. I'll say six names. Okay, Matt, what do you think about that? Can you go less? Uh, I don't think I can, honestly. So I'll just say. Uh, Knocking out the box, Sean. <laughs> All right, tight. No, oh, I get great. Six so names. Now, he, now he gets six <laughs> names instead of zero names. Doug, we added at least 20 seconds. <laughs> at least a full 20 seconds. I'm going to call it an audible, as they say in the world of sports. And okay. um, I'm going to say, Sean, you have to do it in zero names. Oh, wow. Okay. Whoa. I'm... What's, the, what's the movie? Is it Friday? That is correct. Yeah. Nice. Good job, Sean. I was going to go negative two. If I did, it would have been Ice Cube and Chris Tucker in that order. Is that right? Uh, let me take a look. See here. Um, then probably John Witherspoon. I already put it away because I thought, you know, that's <laughs> done. Um, yeah, Ice Cube would be top build and then, and then Chris Tucker. Mm. Awesome. If you that was amazing. Good job, Sean. Good Thank job, you. Sean, if you won. Leonard would have liked that, means, that movie a little that more. That means you get to come back later in the show and compete against other people that uh, will uh, hopefully not win as quickly as you did, although <laughs> this will end up being a pretty long uh, program, so maybe in the end we'll all thank you for taking it down so quickly. Dude, I have goosebumps. I'm excited. Thank you, Matt Bronner <laughs> and Clark Wolf. Hold for cannon noises. Okay, that was <laughs> that sound is always so depressing. Uh, we'll be back after the. We'll see you later, Sean, and happy holidays to Clark and to Matt. You too, buddy. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. We'll be back after these messages or one message. We'll be right back. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. We're back and I'm joined by three more guests. Who are they? I'll tell you. It's Kevin Kraft, Ricky Lindholm, and Dan Van Kirk. Yay! Hello. Hey, let's meet them individually and alphabetically as we often do. Uh, Kevin Kraft is here. Hey, Kevin. Hi, Doug. Thanks for having me, friend. Oh, it's, we had to have you because you are the only guest host that this show has ever had. 
That's right. I, uh, I had a situation. Uh, I, I believe I was hospitalized, and you uh, <laughs> you jumped in and uh, took over for me one time, and I'll, I'll always appreciate you for that. And, of course, we see you all the time, or I see you all the time, when I uh, go into the uh, Jason Ellis show on Faction Talk Sirius XM. That's right. Yeah, that was um, when I – guest hosted for you i'm i'm used to talking with my friends in a room i'm not used to a crowd being there so hosting for you uh at ucb was one of the more terrifying experiences of my life <laughs> so i'm glad i didn't fuck it up yeah and you now thanks to this pandemic you probably won't have to do it again <laughs> because i can just zoom from i can do a zoom show from the hospital if need be that's go. a good point <laughs> <laughs> uh, also joining us today is Ricky Lindholm. Hey, Ricky. Hi. Coming at you from the closet again. Yep. You have a lovely <laughs> closet situation there in your home mm -hmm. that you use for uh, for all of your podcasting, I'm sure. Yep. Uh, Co-singer of the uh, Christmas version of the Douglas Movies theme, along with uh, Kate Micucci. What else is going on? Um, right now, I'm just sitting in my massage chair in my closet, like excited to do this. That's kind of it. You know, COVID is really boring. But uh, people could still see you in the uh, motion picture, uh, Wolf of... Uh... Wolf of Snow Hollow. Oh, Snow and they Hollow. can see me on... Um, Hollow. Yeah, <laughs> Wolf of Snow. Wolf of Snow Hollow. And, and they can see me on Law & Order SVU on Hulu. Oh. Hell yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, did you do an episode where they actually like wearing masks and stuff? Uh, they're wearing masks like part of the time and then not like it's a. Uh, oh, it's real life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we're kind of when they question the suspects, they're social distanced and stuff. So yeah. yeah. Wow. And in the courtroom, the jury has a plexiglass like dividers like between them all things like mm -hmm. that. But. Yeah, I heard that that was one of the shows that like, you know, in the storyline, they're acknowledging that that there's a pandemic, but like they can't exactly all have masks on all the time because then, you know, that's not interesting television. No, I was so relieved. I, I did wonder if I'd have to do all my scenes wearing a mask and luckily I didn't. <laughs> so weird. And uh, speaking of weird, Dan Van Kirk is here. You know it. Comedian, I'm, podcaster, Zoom bingo host. Mm-hmm. Doing you it. You do it all, it. Dan. I'm trying to. Yeah. It actually, you know what I was just thinking, Ricky, when you were yes. talking, you need because of like how like what people are doing now to like keep going during this time, you should bring back making it. But just for like how are you doing it during the pandemic? Yes. Like how are you making anything happen for yourself? I loved That's your true. podcast making it. Like it's a primer Thank for you. any person who wants to like go for it and hear how other like Harris's podcast like always stuck out to me. The Ben Schwartz episode, the Tom Lennon one. Thank uh, you. Do you know Harris was the first episode I ever did? Really? Yeah. Well, cause I, I wasn't sure if I was going to be good at podcasting. And so I contacted two of my nicest friends, uh, Harris Whittles and Steve Agee. And I was like, can I interview you guys first? Cause I knew they'd be like interesting, but nice. Like I knew, I, I knew I could like be mess up or whatever. I mean, Harris talking about Sarah sending the elevator back down is one of the greatest analogies I've <sighs> ever heard about this industry and like good people of which, uh, all of you are, especially Mr. Doug Benson, who, and so, um, I love that. Can I, can I say one other goofball thing since you already said I'm weird? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ricky, weird, are, you, are you familiar with, uh, how loophole has blown up on TikTok? 
Oh my gosh. Yes. People just told me it's so great. It thrills me to no end. I love it. I saw it, it the other day so and it much. is hilarious. All these girls <laughs> singing loophole. Oh wait, they are. Wait, the thing that I saw was people playing loophole for their parents. Oh, I haven't seen that. No, I've just seen girls like duetting with other girls. What? Okay. I got to get back on, loophole. I got to get back on TikTok because I only saw <laughs> videos of people showing the video to their parents That's and filming their too. reaction. That's gold too. Oh, people man. should do that at Thanksgiving. That should be a Thanksgiving tradition. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Of course, we're talking about uh, Garfunkel and Oates mm -hmm. and a song about um, the hole you can use. <laughs> The, the Christian hole. There is, yeah. Yeah. That well, you can go to heaven if if you use that particular hole. <laughs> <laughs> the heaven Everybody hole. Everybody knows that the heaven hole. The heaven hole. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a great New Orleans restaurant and good sex. <laughs> uh, you said I was weird, dude. I'm just trying to I live did. up to the You're brand. Really living up to it. <laughs> And we should say, we, you said Harris a few times. We should say Harris Whittles in case mm -hmm. anybody is uh, wondering which Harris. Uh, not that there's a lot of Harris's, but uh, yes. uh, he, he, of course, uh, is a, a great comedian, inventor of uh, humble brag, and mm -hmm. uh, is no longer with us. But one of the best Getting Dug With High episodes uh, featured him and Sarah Silverman and uh, 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 who else was on there? Oh, Eric Andre oh, brought wow. a uh, dog with him that, <laughs> that runs around and wreaks havoc throughout the show. And that we did that at Largo, uh, you know, years ago. So that's a fun thing to go back and look at on uh, YouTube if you want to see. Uh, I think at one point Harris takes his shoes off and put his puts his knees in his shoes like uh, Dorf on golf. Of course, <laughs> of course he does. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before the game continues, I would like to ask each of you a question, one specific question. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? I can only count like one or two. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. What is your favorite? We'll start with you, Kevin Kraft. Do you have a favorite holiday or uh, Christmas movie? Yeah, you know, it's kind of the predictable typical answer, but I've always loved Christmas Vacation. I saw it in the theater as a kid and it just never gets old yeah it's pretty uh pretty fun movie it's uh, yeah. pretty much moves from one well set up gag to another uh chevy chase with some of his uh, amazing pratfalls that cause him back pain to to this day i'm sure <laughs> uh randy quaid when his when his crazy was controllable <laughs> when they could contain yeah. it and, and when it was put it out there for people to enjoy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I will say though, strong runner up, uh, Trapped in Paradise. I always like that one. Oh, that's uh, Lovitz and Carvey and uh, Nick Cage. Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a great movie. I forgot about. <laughs> yeah. that. You know that Sleeper. famous trio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somehow it worked. <laughs> Why did they never work together again? It seems like they should be making a series of films. I'd be down for a trilogy. Especially now. Uh, what about you, Ricky? Do you have a favorite holiday? Mine is well, It's a Wonderful Life. But I do oh. have to say, you brought up um, Rainbow Connection. I recently, like, as of, I finished yesterday, I rewatched all the Muppet movies. Every single one? Well, all the ones that are on um, Disney+. Plus. Yeah, that should be most of them. Muppets Take Manhattan wasn't on there, but I did watch The Great Muppet Caper and Muppet all that stuff. And Muppet Movie, which has, you know, opens with Rainbow Connection. Which is your favorite if you had to pick one? 
Well, I I used to think Muppets take Manhattan, but now that I can't compare them, I, 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 I'm gonna say The Great Muppet Caper, just because Charles Grodin was so amazing and maybe deserves an Oscar for that performance. Yeah, I, I mean, he I really, that. you can feel how much he's in love with Miss Piggy. He loves her, yeah, and Diana Rigg. Yeah, I loved, I, I, I think The Great Muppet Caper. What's yours? I mean, for me, the great Muppet Caper has one of the best gags of all time. I talk about it on this show every time the Muppets even come up. And that's when uh, that uh, the guy with the flying fish, uh, Lou Zealand, uh, when they are break, trying to break into the, uh, you know, trying to break through the gates outside of that mansion. Oh, yeah. And they're like, well, you know, how are we going to get in there? And he's like, I brought some paper towels. <laughs> it is like the most unhelpful <laughs> strangest thing to say <laughs> i love it and it's good because one of the reasons it's great is because it, it never comes back the paper towels never help out it'd be one thing if the paper towels saved the day but they don't no he just it's has just, them yep. standing by if yep. needed. <laughs> for the robbery <laughs> yeah uh and uh daniel van kirk what do you think uh, same as Ricky. It's a Wonderful Life is my favorite holiday movie. I, usually every year I go to one of the arc lights that do the Christmas movie screenings and I um, go see It's a Wonderful Life on the big screen. Not this year, obviously, but uh, yeah, that's my favorite one. I absolutely love it. I think everybody it. goes into It's a Wonderful Life knowing that it's a Christmas movie and that the ending is going to be happy and uplifting. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine watching that movie from the perspective of wondering where the hell it's going and <laughs> if it is going to end happily? Yeah, I mean, it takes some big turns. It's heavy big as turns. hell. And it only ends mm -hmm. semi-happy. Yeah, that's true. Like, he's still stuck in that town. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? And can, like, just barely right. pay for stuff. He hasn't flourished. Like, he doesn't get to be his yeah, brother. Yeah, but he's the like richest man in town. Yeah, right. and he still and and we and he still thinks that like Uncle Billy is a complete fuck up. Like nobody right. ever redeemed. Like he's still like I'm glad all these people came by with like a laundry basket full of money, but you fucked us, dude. Like you still <laughs> fucked us. Like right. nobody knows. It's uh, and he's gonna have to fight that teacher's husband again at some point. Right, teacher says that, girl, yeah, that girl's accent is amazing. Yeah, I'd love it. Every time a bell rings. This is perfect. Yeah. You better finish it. Oh, an angel gets his wings. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a superstition thing for you, Dan? If she didn't finish no, it? No, I just thought she was crushing it. I, oh. I didn't want it to be left out there unfulfilled. <laughs> you can't start it and then not finish it. All right. Well, those are some great uh, recommendations that everybody already knows about. Let's play. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play the Leonard Malton game. First person to two points wins this round and advances to the finals, or I should say the final part of this show. Yeah. Kevin gets to go first, just because he's lucky enough to have a last name that begins with the letter K. Finally pays off. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Dan Van Kirk, I'm sorry, you're always, you, you know, you're always gonna go last in these alphabetical order situations. I'll take it. Cause, uh, do you run across anybody whose last name begins with uh, what's left? W and Z? Yeah, not too. I mean, Deborah Winger, Wally oh, Zerbiak, but we've never that, run it. We've never, we're not them. in the same circles, no. <laughs> <laughs> you've never played movie trivia games with them? Although, no, but did I ever do an episode with Edgar Wright? Oh, I don't know if you did. Yeah, but I don't if think you I did. Have. Yeah, that would be one. Yeah, that would be one. All right. 
I'll try to get the two of you together. Just let's so do it. I can say Dan gets to go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it could what be me, you? him, and and uh, Andy Wood, and then I get to go first. Oh yeah, that's a great plan. All right, I'll put that together. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, probably not going to happen. Right, I get it, but still, it's a fun <laughs> bit. I think uh, you know Edgar is quarantined in, uh, or not quarantined, but you know he's in England, and um, I feel like wouldn't he'd have to get up hella early to uh, participate because it's there's like an eight hour time yeah. difference. Isn't it right? later there? Yeah, so he'd have to stay up late, or I right. guess we could or we could do like a nooner. Morning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. All right, <laughs> Kevin, you get to pick between three categories. Okay. I won't tell you what the uh, you know what the category is until you've chosen one. I'll just give you the titles. Would you like to play "Merry Christmas to Al"? Fa la 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 wa wa, <laughs> or eight crazy names. Hmm. All right. I feel like um, as a New Jerseyan, native New Jerseyan, and convenience store enthusiasts. I'm going to do the uh, ooh la la wah wah. Well, that's you know you you nailed it with that uh, explanation for uh, your choice because fa la 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 wah wah is movies that take place in Philadelphia. Awesome. That are not the movie Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Love a good hint out the gate. <laughs> I love the Philadelphia Jersey thing too, because uh, for years, whenever I'd, you know, play uh, in Philadelphia, people in New Jersey would say, Hey, why don't you come to New Jersey? And I go, cause New Jersey's close enough. You can come to Philadelphia. Why do I have to go to New Jersey? So apologies to everybody in New Jersey. If they felt like I was uh, giving them a short shrift. All right. So, this is a movie that takes place in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. The year is 2014. Two stars from Leonard. He calls this movie picaresque. And he also says that it has an air of contrivance. And he lists a whopping 13 names. Oh my goodness. How many names do you think you can get it in Kevin Kraft? Well, that's a good question because that's a, that's a weird blocker I have in my head. I feel like people are very good at compartmentalizing based on locations, and I always forget which which cities that movies take place in. Really seem to have fucked myself here. Hmm. <laughs> I'll go 10. 10 names. Okay, saying 10 names, so we go to Ricky Lindholm. She can bid less or... It's 20, 2014, you said? Kevin. 2014, 2014 is the year. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to say nine names. Excellent bid. Dan Van Kirk. Um, can you tell me what Leonard thought of it again? Two stars, I remember that. He says... Uh, I don't know if this is as much an opinion or just a description that it's picaresque. I have no idea what picaresque means. I thought that'd be a fun <laughs> word to throw out there because it's just confusing. Not picturesque, picaresque. No, picaresque, yeah. And then he also says it has an air of contrivance. An air of contrivance. I'm going to 
I'm going to tell Ricky to name it. Damn it. I almost did that. <laughs> I don't know it at all. Uh, okay, let's go. So Ricky gets uh, nine names. Yeah, I'm not getting this. Ricky, I sincerely thought that you would know it. And I was like, I well. was trying to sound like I did. I'm like 2014, correct? I know nothing. I almost said name that movie. And then I thought it would be too anticlimactic because I, I, can only I think sure of, didn't know it. I can only think of one movie I would even guess at. And I I think it's better than two stars. And I don't, I, I'm going to need a country of origin on picaresque. So I have no, <laughs> I I have have no idea. Nothing. Um, <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, you're going to get uh, nine names from this okay. cast. So, so that uh, means I'm not getting the first, I don't know, four. Yeah, you're not, the, the top uh, four are going to be left off. All I right. still think you might get it. The okay. Nine names is a lot of names. So maybe okay. something will, uh, it'll trigger something. Okay. So here we go. From the, from the bottom of the list going up, it's uh, Joyce Van Patten, mm. Arthur French, Bridget Barkin, Molly Price, Glenn Flight Flesher, <laughs> Dominic Lombardozzi, oh jeez, Eddie Marzan, mm-hmm. Caleb Landry Jones, and John Turturro, and then uh, oh yeah, you got nine names. That's nine. So John, John Turturro is fifth build in this movie that takes place in Philadelphia. Oh God! Um, <laughs> John Turturro is like one of those people that I know I've seen in stuff, but I can't name anything he's been in. Um, I mean, I think he's at his best when he's in a Transformers movie. See, I've never seen those. That's Come why. on. Um, okay, John Turturro. Uh, uh, oh God. Um, uh, oh brother. Oh, Where geez. art thou? No. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, fucking fuck. Um, I'm trying to think of any movie from 2014. Um, I just, uh, I pass. <laughs> this is a, yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. So the point goes to Dan, but uh, this is a, this is a rough one because it was uh, the film directing debut of John Slattery, the actor from uh, Mad Men. And the remaining people in the top four are Peter Garrity, Christina Hendricks, Richard Jenkins, and the top-billed actors, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I've never seen this movie. I should have just said name that movie. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because it would have been a rough one for Kevin, too, I think. It's called God's Pocket. I've never heard of this movie. Yeah. That movie is picaresque. Yeah. (laughs) That heaven hole again? Now I want to see God's really pocket see is it. the heaven's hole. I, I think it's probably the only Philip Seymour Hoffman movie I've never seen. So or heard of. No, but that's a bad sign. If Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it and you never heard of it, that's a bad sign. Yeah. No, it uh, is definitely a movie that did not uh, make that much of a of a dent. And uh, apologies for coming out of the gate so difficult. Hopefully, this next round will be a little easier. Okay. We'll start once again with Kevin, but this time it goes to uh, Dan because we switched the order around, but Kevin gets to pick the category again. I'll do better this time, guys. All right, so, <laughs> so we, have, we still have Merry Christmas to Al, Eight Crazy Names, or Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Mm. Which one of those would you like? Okay, let's do Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Oh, excellent choice. 
This is movies where cocaine is used. <laughs> oh, my specialty. Awesome. Oh, man. Uh, Leonard gives this particular movie three and a half stars. He calls it fascinating. And he says, as he often does, and who can blame him, it goes on too long. <laughs> and then he names 19 oh. actors wow. and actresses. How many? Did I say the year 1990? 1990. Three oh, and a half goodness. stars. How Three many out of 19, 19 do you think it'll take you to get it, Kevin? Four. Mm, eight. Okay, it's an excellent bid. We go to wow. Dan Van Kirk. So I would need the bottom seven. Or Ricky would need the bottom six. 1990 goes on too long. Cocaine. Cocaine. I'll go seven. Seven names, he says, Ricky. Oh, name that movie. <laughs> easy, <Damn it>. easy. <laughs> okay, let's see if what you can do with this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Dan, um, your seven names. Mm-hmm are Eliana Douglas, Michael Imperioli, Kevin Corrigan, Debbie Mazur, Jerry Vale, Henny Youngman, and Samuel L. Jackson. Whoa. That name. So, those names are a lot more than, well, okay. Yeah, the God's seven, pocket. I'm just saying. Seven, <laughs> seven powerful names. Yeah. Nineteen what happens in this game. I yeah. actually know this one. I should have done it. I see. Yeah, I only have one guess. And now I feel bad about it. Why do you feel bad about it? Because <sighs> I don't remember my. I don't think Samuel Jackson's in my one guess. <laughs> um, but I felt really good when you said Michael Imperioli. I mean, everybody does when you hear that name well i'm either getting or given uh good fellas yeah that is correct samuel yeah. jackson in it. don't you remember samuel I, jackson I, has a good scene in it i totally forget him being in that movie and then i started thinking to myself that movie came out in 92 you fucking idiot and then a whole bunch of self-doubt came in but i i, I that's my yeah all right yeah good. it's a it's a really interesting bottom seven because you know, such a colorful, interesting, you know, group of names. And then, uh, and then it gets a little bit more obscure for little walks and it's Christopher Cerrone, Frank DeLeo, Chuck Lowe, Frank Vincent, Mike Starr, Tony Darrow, Frank Silvero, Paul Sorvino. That's good. Remember when he's in prison, he's mm -hmm. slicing the garlic in his so really thin. thin slices. And then Lorraine Bracco, Joe Pesci, Ray Liotta, and top build is Robert De Niro. So what and is also like God's Pocket and Goodfellas are about the same in popularity. So <laughs> for sure, really for good sure. choices, and really both, good even choices. <laughs> and both are inferior to Dances with Wolves. Right. Uh, 
Yeah, and uh, Kevin picked both of the uh, those categories. <laughs> Good fellas. Everybody blame everything Christ. on Kevin. Somebody help me. Remind me, what is the Samuel L. Jackson scene? Why don't I remember it at all? He's he's doesn't he get shot? I'm sure he does. Just for like walking into in amongst all these white I, people. I'm gonna look it up. I, he's the yeah. I, I have no they, memory. They call him not so good names. I believe that. That's his nickname yeah. in the mob is not so good names. Yes, um, not so good. Um, not so good names. Um, yeah, I don't know why I have no memory of it. Yeah, Imperioli is pretty uh, pretty lowly built considering how you know his characters are real. Spider turning point in the storytelling mm -hmm. uh, and such a big scene with the you know go get your shine box and all of that. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, thank you to all three of you for being here. Apologies uh, to Kevin Kraft and Ricky Lindholm. <laughs> Ooh, it got me. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan Van Kirk, we'll see you uh, later on in the show where you'll be going up against uh, Sean Jordan and a couple other people to be determined. See, that's crazy, dog. I wish I had gone against Sean already because I feel bad about eliminating these two people, but Sean Jordan, I'll kick out of anything. I'll kick him out of a bar. <laughs> no, you did good. You did. You played well, yeah. and I'm happy for you. And that's oh, really good you. shit talk for, uh, you know, coming up later in the show, because I'm going to tell Sean what you said. Don't you tell. Yeah. Um, Kevin, I, I, hope, uh, I hope we get to hang out in the same place again. Ricky, I still, you think of the most random stuff during a pandemic, and I long for the day again when I can run into, like, you, me, and Anthony Jelzenik just walking past each other on Vine and being like, hey. What's I miss, up? I miss those days, so I can't wait until they're back again. Well, I still walk around there, so come find me. Okay, I will. I will, 100%. <laughs> Sometimes I'm in line at the Trader Joe's. Me too. All right, thanks, everybody. We'll be back with three more guests, uh, and we'll find out who they are right after these messages. We'll be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We're back, and I'm joined by three more guests. They are Kate McCucci, Sean Sakamai, and Jeff Tate. Thank you all for being here. Thanks for having us. Hi. Yeah, Doug, thanks. Thank you. Hello. Thanks for speaking one at a time. Let's meet them individually, <laughs> starting with half of Garfunkel and Oates, singers of the Christmas version of this show's theme song. 
holiday version. I apologize. I keep trying to fight the war on Christmas, but I keep forgetting to <laughs> use the right phraseology. Um, <laughs> star of a crazy movie that I just watched on Hulu. Do you know the name of it, Kate? Oh, Seven Stages something something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a crazy title. It used yeah. to be called Corpse Tub, and that was easy to remember. You watched it? Yeah, I did. It's a really, really crazy movie. and, and It is a crazy movie. <laughs> you, you know, it's... Uh, it's great for people to listen to this podcast because it's, you know, Kate is in it. She's throughout the entire movie. And then, you know, every other person that stumbles in and does something weird uh, in this, you know, very weird story um, is, you know, tends to be people that, you know, comedians and, and actors that, uh, that, uh, you know, we're all familiar with and, it's really fun to to watch. Like I I peeked on IMDb and, and saw who all, who all it was going to be, and I was like, oh my god, this is going to be hilarious. Just the fact that, like, I mean, you're like really good at not uh, breaking because of uh, how Dan Harmon plays his character. Dan Most Harmon is so good in this movie. It's crazy. It's, I know. It's so I, funny, and you have to like talk to him seriously in, in all of your scenes. Oh my gosh, he's just like. I, he's so so funny and committed and I don't know it was yeah that movie we made that a few years ago you know and it was like just like really like it was like a super hot heat wave and we shot most of it in like I think it was like two and a half weeks maybe three weeks and um and it was like all during this crazy heat wave but like it was so so much fun because especially all the cast everybody was so great and funny and like yeah, I am. I'm so happy it's out in the world. But um, I, yeah, I think I think that like you're saying, um, if you know, comedy fans would probably like a lot of the people in it because it's mostly comedians. Yeah, and the title card is even longer than just seven stages uh, to achieve eternal bliss. Uh, it goes on even further. Like, uh, it's it's pretty funny. It's like rivals the uh, Borat movies in in lengthy titles. Yeah, and 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 also Taika Waititi's in it, and yeah, a, yeah, that's one of the uh, you know great things about it is I don't think it's spoiling it to say that he's in it because uh, he's the very first thing you see at the beginning. Yeah, of the movie. <laughs> like damn it, I didn't want to know that. Um, <laughs> anyway, if that was a long ass introduction. Hi, Kate. Hi. Well, thanks for having me uh, on this ho holiday episode. I like uh, having you on. I mean, I, I like having you on normally, but this is great that you know you don't have to leave your house, and uh, but you can still, you know, it's still fun to uh, to talk to you because I feel like I'm talking to like uh, you know uh, a character like a duck or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm sitting here next to my dog, so. <laughs> Yeah, I just love that you're, uh, you know, that you do all the cartoon voices and stuff. Oh, 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 I was like, well, maybe as you sound like a duck, and I didn't even think that you were putting it no, together that I sound duck. You barely crack at all. No, I meant more, <laughs> more like a cartoon character, but I couldn't, uh, you know, I couldn't pick which one. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for being here. And, oh, thanks for having me. And uh, also joining us is Sean Sakame. Who, Hello. Uh, charity auction winner. Cat's still riding those coattails. I can't believe it. 
that's uh <laughs> you know a few years back that yeah. happened and uh and now has been like a you know 12 guests of christmas staple ever since uh sean sacrame i'll say it i'll say it twice i'm gonna say the next guy's name at least three times <laughs> i uh, hope it's not beetlejuice how's it going sean <laughs> doing all right hey thanks for having me back man seriously I, I in my wildest dreams i never thought that you know doing that auction thing would would turn out the way that it has and oh yeah i mean wild there's a lot of auction winners out there that are going why how come i'm not uh i know i feel bad for that time to time it took uh i I don't know how it happened but it did and uh i'm glad it did and that we thought of you for this uh for this special episode because you have been uh, you've done the 12 guest show probably at Largo and uh, UCB. Yeah, both of those. And, you know, I can't think of a, a better Christmas tradition for me than losing on the 12 guests of Christmas. So let's keep I that think, going. Did you make it top? You made it like top three one time, didn't you? You know what? I was fourth most recent, I think like three years ago or two years ago. I won the whole thing my first time out and <laughs> just been chasing that dragon ever since. All right, well, let's go. Let's look at the actual stats. Let's go to the statistician oh, right now. Let's see what he's got. Oh, he's not. No, he's um, he's no longer with us. Also joining us today, <laughs> here he is. Start the chanting now in, in your individual homes. <laughs> he's not a nurse. He's not a doctor, but he's a, he's a man, and his, and his name is Jeff Tate. Tate. Tate, 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 Tate. <laughs> there Tate, is that happens everywhere <laughs> we go or we used to go. Remember when we would go, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. There, it feels like forever ago, like a different yeah. lifetime. <laughs> yeah, we would totally go, and people would yell Tate, 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 and uh, make the other guests feel bad. But uh, I remember being fun. back. I was backstage or something and, I, and everyone was chanting Tate and I thought I heard Kate and I was like, what, what am I missing? And I like, like rushed out and I was like, just thinking I have to go. And then I was like, oh, oh, thank goodness. It's not, <laughs> just gave me a, a, a slight heart attack one time. <laughs> well, I apologize for that. I'll make sure that they enunciate better. In the Well, uh, before the game continues, let me ask you just uh, one question that, you know, each of you will answer. And the question is, why? No, wait, I have a better question. What's your favorite holiday movie? (laughs) Uh, Anybody can answer. Oh, anybody? Mine's Christmas Vacation. Sure. Wait, let me just tell you real quick. You can't say Die Hard, It's ah. Wonderful Life, Scrooged, Home Alone, or Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Because <laughs> even as a joke, I don't, there's no reason that, that movie's dead to me because there's, you know, there's a cameo in it that I don't like. <laughs> Rob Schneider, huh? No, the pigeon. The, remember the pigeon lady? That that actress is uh, anti-trans. <laughs> oh man, Brenda Fricker joined the dark side. Hey, you didn't have to name names. She's since apologized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be terrible if I got like an awful internet rumor going right here on uh, Doug Loves Movies. But what? I'm sorry that I trampled all over your answer. What movie did you say? Oh, mine is Christmas Vacation. 
Yeah, that's a lot of fun. It's extra fun now knowing that uh, Randy Quaid was, uh, you know, uh, that wasn't acting. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite like uh, gag in uh, Christmas Vacation? It's uh, you know Chevy Chase takes a few uh, has a few pratfalls. Oh man, I mean yeah, the, I'm just thinking of the sap when he's trying to turn the magazines with the sap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, that that rant he has when he's talking to the lingerie sales lady is so funny. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of all the, yeah. No, those are uh, great examples. Uh, Christmas Vacation is her, is her final answer. Sean? Well, you said no diehard, so I won't be that asshole. Uh, I, I, like, <laughs> I like Just Friends. I think that's a pretty fun one. Oh, that is Christmassy, isn't it? I think so, unless I'm mistaken, right? Yeah, he goes back home for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm going with. Yeah, Anna Ferris, like man, there's she just like, steals. Uh, there's decorations, and uh, you know, what's her name? Anna Ferris probably has an elfish hat on at some point. Oh, she definitely steals every scene she's in with her goofiness. Yeah, <laughs> she's crazy. <laughs> Why isn't she on Mom anymore? I, yeah, I didn't. I I don't know. I I just heard the news like, like a week ago that she was leaving the show. I I don't know why. Yeah. It's like, I guess she's technically still a mom, but uh, I thought it was from, you know, I thought the show was her point of view. So yeah, so nobody, nobody seems to care. It's still going to keep making money, I, right? Yeah, I bring it up and I bring it up all the time and nobody cares about it. See? I was shocked to find out that it was still that that show was still on. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dude, I didn't know that it was new. I didn't, Dude. it didn't. You love William Fickner, right? I do. Yeah, he's on there in a wheelchair. Uh, I don't hate the show. I like whenever I see it, I I enjoy it, but I see it in reruns. I didn't realize they were still making like I would have guessed that show stopped being on the air in like 2012. <laughs> Had it even started by then? I don't think so, but I, I get what so. he's saying. <laughs> Hasn't been around that long, but it has been long. It's been around like probably during a big part of your life where you actually, you know, noticed so something like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you absorb more uh, kinds of pop culture that you weren't that into when you were younger. Yeah, you had to. There was only there was only 150 channels back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm trying to say. Um, what was your movie again, Sean? Just Friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, try I'm trying to write it down and and and, and continue things along, but I I'm just not uh, not a two at a time uh, mindset right now. Um, who's left, Jeff? What's your yeah. uh, <laughs> What's your pick? Uh, my answer is Christmas Vacation, but it got it was taken, so I'm going to say Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Great choice. All right, now I'm confused. Is it is it taken or? <laughs> <laughs> is, it's... is that a Christmas movie? Is it the holidays when she gets kidnapped, or just could be any time of year? I think it's Summer Vacation. Oh, okay, that makes sense. 
You know, <laughs> it's you National Lampoon it. Summer Vacation. <laughs> I would watch that. That series took a dark turn. <laughs> well, uh, what? Which one's your favorite, Jeff? My actual favorite Christmas movie is Christmas Vacation. Yeah, but what was what was your replacement answer? Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh yeah, okay. I like uh, yeah. I kind of put in that category of like not necessarily especially specifically a christmas movie but enough christmas shit going on that i think you know we know it's a christmas movie is um the last kiss good night oh yeah god that is yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, underappreciated as a christmas movie and you know even like john carpenter's the thing could be a christmas movie because it's snowing the whole time <laughs> <laughs> They're cut off from the world, you know, that might be celebrating Christmas. I think The um, Long Kiss Goodnight is my favorite Sam Jackson performance of all of his movies. He's really... Uh, it's hard to say. I know it's... Uh, just every line of his is just ah, flawless to me. Yeah, he's very enjoyable in, the, in that movie. That I noticed they're going to play Coming to America, or I guess it probably happened already a few weeks ago, but they played... Uh, coming to America on uh, CBS on their Sunday night family movie where they just keep raiding the vaults and getting the most popular movies and showing them with commercials and edited and whatnot. And uh, <laughs> that's how we prefer to see movies. Yeah. But they're, you know, they're advertising that, you know, coming to America, first of all, is over two hours long and it's in a two hour slot, you know, which will be 30 minutes of that will be commercials. So, uh, so they have to edit out quite a bit and have that the movie still make sense and, uh, and not also piss people off because, you know, you also got to leave in the funniest parts, which don't really even they don't move the plot forward one bit when they just hang out in the barbershop for a while <laughs> and Eddie Murphy plays four out of five people, <laughs> which must've been like the weirdest shoot of all time next to maybe, you know, like Roger Rabbit. But uh, <laughs> uh, let's play the Leonard Malton game. I could go on and on about all that shit. Um I determined ahead of time that uh, the order would be Kate and then Sean and then Jeff, which is um, alphabetical. All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, first person at two points wins and advances to the finals later in the show. And uh, Kate gets to pick the first category between your choices are Merry Christmas to Al. Or eight crazy names, or five golden rings. Let's go with Merry Christmas to Al. I like it. It's movies featuring Al Pacino. Oh, <laughs> this one, <laughs> you're all very excited. This one <laughs> is from 1972, and Leonard gives it four stars. He says it is epic and masterfully done. And then he lists 16 names. How many names do you think you would need to hear to figure out what this movie is, Kate Makuchi? Uh, zero names? Oh, that was a strong opening bid. <laughs> 
very I'm just excited. I could be so wrong. I have. I just figured I'd uh, go for the the gut. Okay, I like it. So she says that she thinks she knows what it is, Sean. Do you think she's going to be right, or do you think you need to? Do you think you know what it is? So you need to bid negative one if you want to go lower than. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to follow her lead. I'll go negative one. Okay, so. Jeff doesn't need to be oh. the position he's in right now. I'll go negative two. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> this got serious really quick. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, Kate? Can you go? Oh, is it the Godfather? Well, hang on a second. <laughs> Oh, shoot, I messed up the game. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, you just have to, you know, we all we all know it's the Godfather. So, but what you need to do is say if you can uh, name the top four people, you'd have to go negative four or more names because- No, just three, right? Jeff, you just said negative two? I think I Jeff skipped two. to three, didn't he? No, I said negative two. Okay, apologies. So, So you need to go three or more deep kate if you want to bid higher or you can challenge jeff and hope that he gets it wrong i'm gonna challenge jeff i i uh i don't know i mean okay. i i wouldn't get the right order or anything i don't think all right he needs to get the top two in the correct order starting with the top one according to leonard and perhaps the world what do you think jeff Hello. Hello. No. What happened? You answer. Oh, I said um, the Godfather, Marlon Brando, Al Pacino. That's correct. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> nice work. I don't know what happened there. Like, did the Russians mess with my sound? I couldn't hear any of that. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Yeah, it went quiet for me. Too. Okay, so something happened, but I think we're all good now. Um, that's correct. Yes, you did it. One point for Jeff Tate. Yay. Yay, indeed. Uh, Sean gets to go first in this next round, and we flip the order around, so then it's going to go to Kate and then to Jeff. And Sean gets to choose between eight crazy names or five golden rings or Fisherman's Dwarf. Uh, let's go with uh, five golden rings. Five golden rings it is. Sorry, I'm flipping through the pages of a book. This is super old school. This is like how Alex Trebek would do Jeopardy and then they'd edit it quicker. And <laughs> he had all his encyclopedias behind the podium. <laughs> Uh, five Golden Rings is boxing movies. Hmm. This one's from 2013. Leonard gives it two stars. He says it's awfully contrived. And he also calls it feeble, which is, you know, that is like a, a bully word to call something feeble. Hmm. <laughs> this movie is a weakling. 
Uh, and then he names 10 actors and actresses. How many names do you need? I'll go John, six. John Sakamai says six names. We go to Kate Mikuchi. Oh, man. Um. Okay, five names. Uh, what what year did it come out? 2013. I'll say it again, 2013. Kate was so nice. She was like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. <laughs> I, I didn't know, actually worried your sound went out and then I had like anxiety that, you know, I don't know why I said it. Yeah. <laughs> 2013, Jeff. Okay, I'm going to go uh, negative two. Wow. I mean, guys, I've been playing this game a little bit more with yeah, Sam recently. I know. So. Super aggressive. Um, what do you think, what do you think uh, Sean? I don't think I can. I, I'm not even sure I know the movie, but if I do, I don't think I can go negative three on it. So this could be real quick. Jeff Tate, name that movie. Okay. Is it Grudge Match starring Robert De Niro and Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, that's correct. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. I can't believe it, Jeff. You did it already. Hey, Tate, Tate. I feel first round knockout. This is what usually happens to me with Sam. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is uh, we'll see uh, who ends up in the uh, finals. It's at this point, it's Sean Jordan, Dan Van Kirk. You, Jeff Tate, and one more person to be determined. And that's uh, coming up uh, later on. But for now, congrats to Jeff Tate. Yeah, Jeff, congrats, man. Yeah. And, uh, thank you, guys. I could finally use a win. Like 2020, I really needed something to go right. <laughs> and thank you and goodbye to Kate and Sean. <laughs> Kate McCucci and Sean Sakabai. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks again for having me, Doug. Great talking to you guys. <laughs> Sorry about that. Gotta, I'm a big fan of both of your is that extra jarring, Jeff? You think that, that we have to do two, right? Boom, boom, every time? You think it's getting on people's nerves? No, no, people can take it. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll see you later on, Jeff, and uh, we'll be right back after, uh, you know, these words with three more guests. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Doug loves movies. 
we are back and we are joined by our final three guests out of 12. And since we're playing the old school Leonard Malton game, it only makes sense that Leonard Malton, Jesse Malton, and Sam Levine are here. Hello. Whoa, boy. It's us. Get back. <laughs> oh, man. Let's meet them individually. Starting with Jesse Malton, how are you? Well, I'm not the original game. I I am the uh, I came in the '80s, so I'm a little late. <laughs> but uh, I'm good, sir. I'm good, and um, we've been watching a lot of movies. Some of them terrible, some of them okay. Uh, <laughs> things are going well. My my mom bought her first Christmas tree today. You know, the Jews went wild and got ourselves a Christmas tree. That's how you know there really is a pandemic. I, they say that this year the Christmas trees are more popular than ever because I guess, oh, yeah. you know, it's harder to be lazy about it and because uh, you've got nothing else to, to going on. Pretty, I, and you know how small my mother is. So let me tell you, I nearly lost her among the ferns pretty quick, but she's a very happy camper, even though she thinks her father is rolling over in his grave. I said, it's fine. Yeah, I'm sure you probably have, you know, other things to worry about. Um. Are you ready to compete? Speaking of fathers, are you ready to compete against your father? Oh man, you know, when when Sam first became my dad, it was it was a bit <laughs> overwhelming. But uh, okay. no, the, the reality you're is, say, you're trying to say Leonard is not going to be a factor today. It's Sam that you're worried about. Every day of my life. Wow. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound right. No, no, Sam. As as you know, Sam Sam is the brother my parents always wanted to give me and then they like him better, which is how that works. It's look, they've been letting me live in the house rent free for a while now. Um, me too. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think everybody wins in this scenario. Fair. I do some light cleaning and cooking. <laughs> All right. You too. Leonard Malton is here. Yay! <laughs> oh man, tumultuous applause. <laughs> yeah, it's not even, the same. Even the poorest hockey team has phony spectator crowd noise. <laughs> I got <Woo>! nothing. <laughs> yeah, it is true that they uh, they really do like to pump in that that, that fake crowd noise. I, I don't know what it does for anybody. I mean, I guess it's uh, somewhat soothing to pretend that there's a, a crowd there, but. I, I'm, I frankly, I'm into it. I mean, I don't watch sports, but my son-in-law <laughs> does, and uh, and Jesse does somewhat. And uh, when I walk by you know, the TV set, and uh, it's hockey is their their primary interest, and and you you hear the well, you expect to hear those crowds. They had they had fake applause for the dog show, the dog show that airs on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, they had applause coming in, and those dogs were loving it. Yeah, because those dogs, uh, you know, that's what they're there for is the applause. They're Pretty not much. <laughs> the applause, Doug, please. The applause. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, we should mention uh, we're going to play the, you know, old school version of the uh, Leonard Malton game. But there is a reason that I call it the old version, because there is available uh, flying off the shelves, I'm sure, <laughs> uh, King of Movies. The Leonard Malton game. I think I feel like it's a perfect uh, holiday gift. Well, or, or even post-holiday gift. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. so that's what you're January saying. January comes comes along, and you know you're bored. Uh, you know, send somebody a gift. They'll really respond. You'll get an actual thank you note if you do that in January. Anyway, oh, yeah, they're, 
the uh, our our mutual friend Tim League, uh, the uh, co-founder of Alamo Drafthouse Cinemas, is a board game nut. He has two daughters and uh, his wife Carrie. They all like board games. So uh, a colleague of Tim's named Aunt Timpson from New Zealand, a Kiwi guy, filmmaker, uh, uh, invented this uh, variation. This one isn't really a movie trivia game at all, Doug. It's, it's a see if you can write a review that sounds like it belongs in my book by bluffing your fellow players. Oh, yeah. I would clean up in that game because I would just, every time I'd say the movie was too long. <laughs> mm-hmm. Over long. From over length. Suffers from over length. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is later, also- later a Broadway musical. <laughs> <laughs> There, there is also an app version, which they released, and I believe it's on all the platforms, but uh, you can get that as well. I, it's $2.99, mm-hmm. um, and that makes it uh, easy if you want to play with friends all over the place. They don't have to purchase the physical game if uh, they're not into holding stuff in their hands, which some people are not. Some people are crazy. It's so much more fun to have the physical exactly. product. I agree. But it's and, neat to well, have board, a little... The board game comes with game pieces and, uh, uh, you know... A the, crown. The, you win the crown. It has all the accoutrements of any good board game. Yeah. So seek it out and get it. And speaking of holiday gifts, Sam Levine is here. <laughs> oh, I'm, the, I'm, I'm somebody's holiday gift, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, how's it going, Sam? Oh, everything's just fine, Doug. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, quick question for everybody before we start the game. You can answer in any order. Uh, I just always like to check in with you about, uh, I feel like I might know Leonard's answer already from doing this in previous years, but what is your favorite holiday feature film? Well, it comes down to the same small handful that everybody I think would, would, would answer with. I, I guess it's Miracle on 34th street, the original with Edmund Gwen as Chris Kringle uh, and young Natalie Wood. It's just a wonderful movie uh, that John Hughes uh, uh, defaced <laughs> some decades later. Uh, and uh, and I, I love it. I love it in black and white in the original form. And, uh, and I, I love, you know, A Christmas Story. I was always a Gene Shepard fan. And uh, if you don't know who he was, he was a wonderful storyteller. Uh, did that in print and on radio for many, many years uh, in the New York area. It was kind of a, kind of a legend. And uh, it's his voice and his storytelling skill that helps make A Christmas Story such a, you know, delightful film. Yeah, and I, you know, unless uh, they've suddenly changed it up, you can watch it for 24 hours on uh, mm-hmm. Christmas uh, <laughs> on uh, TBS and, and uh, TNT. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, and now they've added uh, hockey crowd noises, <laughs> uh, you know, because uh, they, they're, they're so used to doing that now for the sporting events. I was uh, kind of taken aback by, I was watching something where, um, it was a game show type thing where they pointed out that at the end of Miracle on 34th Street, Santa 
uh, leaves his cane behind, like, I guess sort of as a gift or, or proof that he was there. But wouldn't a man with a cane, how, how did he get home without his cane? Uh, not well. <laughs> he rolled? Yeah. You see, you see some uh, reindeer just carrying I was going to say, he, he, he jumped on Rudolph and just hoped for the best. Yeah. You guys are spoiled sports. That's all I can say. Killjoys and spoiled sports. Well, I just never understood why, why, you know, why didn't he leave something that he doesn't, you know, he doesn't need as badly as his cane, or was his well, cane all for what, show? What's his muffler? What, you know, what would you, <laughs> what would you propose exactly? I would take <laughs> his muffler. Um, but uh, those are both uh, excellent choices, of course, uh, for your favorite holiday film. What about you, Jesse? Um. I would say in recent years, I love Arthur Christmas. I think it is such a sweet movie and not enough people saw it. And it always makes me smile. Um, it's, a, it's an unsung gem. It's, it's a delightful movie. And then, you know, I, who doesn't love Home Alone or, or the Santa Claus, things like that. Yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> Show, Show me the guy. Sam, what do you think? Doug, you know what I'm going to say before I say it. I do. Ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest Christmas movie ever made, Die Hard. Uh, I, I thought for a second there you were just filling out your Christmas cards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I only send non-denominational holiday cards. I, you know, in earlier parts of the show, I even told people, you know, don't say Home Alone or, or Die Hard. You know, I listed all the all the usual suspects. And that's my favorite Christmas movie, Usual Suspects. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's hard to, you know, the, the Christmas classics are classics for a reason. Yeah. And uh, whether you, you know, want to argue about whether or not Die Hard's a Christmas movie, it's certainly... Uh, got a lot of Christmas elements in it. Uh, so um, I, I think it, it deserves to be there. And um, Lethal Weapon, not so much. Yeah, that's a fake <laughs> Christmas movie. <laughs> Dude, Christmas is there, but it really is just in the background. It's it's a plot point or two in, in Die Hard. So that's why. Right. It's, it's an extra character in Die Hard. I mean, you can even hear the little jingle bells as they reveal the gun taped to McLean's back at the end. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Uh, all right, so Sam's down for Die Hard. And uh, now it's time to play the Leonard Moulton game. First person to two points wins this round and moves on to later on in the show. Uh, Sam will go last to give everyone else a shot at winning. <laughs> that seems fair. What could be fairer than that? I'm fine with this. Uh, I have no problem with that. Sam can bring it up with the uh, judges later if he has a problem. Um, Jesse will go first. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jesse gets to pick between three categories. Okay. And, uh, you know, I won't tell you exactly what the title of the category refers to until you've picked one. Okay. Would you like eight crazy names? <laughs> Or Fisherman's Dwarf, <laughs> or 
turkey coma. Oh, fisherman's dwarf. All right, fisherman's dwarf. These are movies. Uh, movies that, that have the name of a dwarf in the title. Okay. So one of our, you know, one of the seven dwarfs, I'm not gonna yes. go crazy into other, other dwarves that you might not sure. have heard of. So one of the names of a, uh, the seven dwarves is in the title of this movie. Okay. From 1993. Okay. Uh, Leonard gave it two and a half stars. Standard. <laughs> quite the go-to i remember as a kid my dad would always be like that one should get three stars or that should only be two and i'd always just be like dad just relax i have gotten so much crap over the years oh hello jude our coughing dog has just entered the room hello jude um i've gotten so much crap over the years about him giving everything two and a half stars and uh, i had a friend who actually made me a shirt that said two and a half stars come here jude Come here. Let's not cough at Uncle Doug. Come here. We're not going to cough at Uncle Doug. I wish you hadn't said a dog entered the room so everyone would think that Leonard was making those noises. Come here. Come here. Come here. Okay. 1993. Yes. Two and a half stars from Leonard. Engagingly performed, but malnourished. Ah! Someone didn't feed this movie enough. <laughs> they did. And then Leonard listed nine names. So how many names do you think it'll take you, Jesse Malton, to discern what movie this is? Uh, let's start with seven. Okay, starting off at seven. Now it goes to Leonard. Sir. Do you think you can do it in less or do you want to challenge your daughter? <laughs> You're allowed to challenge me. It's okay. Challenge. I challenge you. It's okay. See now Sam's sitting over there going, this is this isn't right. Yeah, Sam's I'm doing it. I, I, I was gonna go negative three. Of course you were. <laughs> Do you know right, Sam? Do you already know? I mean, well, I have a what I think is a very good guess. Of course yeah. you do. Sam is very <laughs> Sam is very good at this game. I, I am well aware. I keep, I train people to go up against him and then they <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, please, please make a documentary out of you trying to train people to beat Sam. <laughs> Here's your seven names, Jesse. Yes. I feel, I feel good. I feel good about this. Okay. I think you can do it. Uh, Christopher McDonald, Buck Henry, Aussie Davis, Kevin Pollock, Daryl Hannah, Burgess Meredith and Anne Margaret. Only two names remain beyond all of those. Okay. Uh, the title. Grumpy Old Men. That is yes! correct. You did it, Jesse. You're on so the board. So proud of you, Jesse. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> man. This is stressful. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna get the heat's about to turn up because I Sam know, I know it is category, mm. and then from Sam we'll switch the order around. We we'll go from Sam to Leonard and then to Jesse. Okay. So it might not even get to you again, Jesse. If Sam, <laughs> that, I mean that, that that's the goal, but I'm I'm ready. Okay, uh, Sam, would you like 
the aforementioned eight crazy names, turkey coma, or jingle most of the way. <laughs> hmm. Let's go with turkey coma. All right, turkey coma it is. Now I got to find it. Uh-oh. I will, though, I promise you. Okay. The year is 2001. Okay. A letter to, oh, I'm sorry. And the category means it's movies featuring uh, dinner and death. Ah, okay. So right now I can narrow it down to at least five movies. Okay. Yeah. 2001, two stars. Uh, Leonard calls this movie a big, long tease. And and that it is slowly paced. And he names nine performers that give their all to this slog of a movie. <laughs> Oof! And how according many? To, according to Leonard, remind me the star. Uh, the how many stars he gave it? Two. Two stars. Yeah, merely two stars and nine names. <sighs> Not even two and a half. Hmm. What do you bid, Sam? Well, Did the horse just wander into your room. <laughs> <laughs> I all right. Um, what's the total number of names again, please? Nine. Nine names. Use it in a sentence. <laughs> what is the etymology? <laughs> I'll say seven names. Okay. Leonard, do you think you can do it in less than seven? I don't, and I think I think Sam sincerely does not know what the movie is, so I'm going to challenge him. Ooh, burn. Oh, wow. Burn. Wow. You're going to let Sam Levine hear seven names. I'll he said that. challenge, Doug. Let's go. Give me those names. That is a yes. <laughs> Sam, your seven names are Hazel Goodman, the great Hazel Goodman. Of course. Jelko Ivanek. Ah. Francesca Neri. Oh. Frankie R. Faison. Ooh. <laughs> Gary Oldman. Giancarlo Giannini. And Ray Liotta with two names remaining. Tell us what film this is, Sam. Well, if it's got Zeljko Ivanic and Ray Liotta <laughs> in it, I think that's got to be Hannibal. That is correct. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Hannibal is correct. One point for Sam. The man's a champion. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, he's good at this. I tried to warn you guys. <laughs> no. I'll be honest, I, I didn't really have a very good idea of what it was based on the clues, but um, the cast I love me some, some, some Zeljko Ivanic. And I'm sure that's not at all how that actor pronounces his name, by the way. Uh, I'm, I'm sure say, I've been I, saying it wrong for 20 years. I say Ivanek, but yeah, that's, uh, you know, 
That's how it looks. In the ballpark. And Jelko is the real, the real rough part. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so Jesse has a point. Sam has a point. Uh, but Jesse gets to go first in this next round. Okay. Me, one, one minute. Excuse me. Uh, five minutes, Mr. Ivonic. Jesse goes first, and then it goes to to Leonard, and then to Sam. Yes, sir. Jesse gets to pick between eight crazy nights. I'm sorry, names. (laughs) The actual expression is eight crazy crazy names. (laughs) Or jingle most of the way. (laughs) Or. Christmas Steve. Well then. Christmas what? Steve. Christmas Steve. Steve. Not Christmas Eve, Leonard. It's Christmas Steve. I get it now. Hey. (laughs) I'm slow, but I get there. Uh, Let's go jingle most of the way. Okay. Uh, The year. Oh, I'm sorry. The category means uh, this is movies about singers. Okay. Uh, the year is 2013. Two and a half stars from Leonard. He says this movie has great faces and supporting roles and form Trump's content. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting that Leonard was so political even back in 2013. <laughs> And then uh, 15 names are listed. How many, oh, wow. how many out of 15 do you think it'll take you to figure this out, Jesse? Let's, let's start with nine again. Nine let's is a solid there. opening bid. Thank you. I feel like exactly. Leonard can also bid, I'll, but maybe, maybe he's ready to challenge again. I'll try, no, no, I'll, I'll try for uh, seven names. Ooh. He says seven, mm-hmm. Sam, what do you think? Sam says negative 52. No. I mean, that's a lot of names, but if any. So you said fi- there's 15 it. names total? Mm-hmm. And Jesse said. I said nine. My dad said seven. Wow. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> Oh, man. (laughs) The pressure. The pressure really is on. All right. Well, Leonard doesn't have any points yet. So I'll say, Leonard, go ahead and name that movie. And that's why you're his favorite kid. (laughs) I just want Leonard to get a point. That's fair. All right. We'll see if he can. Malton. Seven names. Would you like the clues again? I sure would. (laughs) okay this movie is about a singer or singers if you will this movie's about singers 2013 is the year it came out two and a half stars from you great faces in supporting roles form trump's content and your seven names are helen hong alex karpovsky Stark Sands, Adam Driver, Janine Sorales, C-S-E-R-R-A-L-L-E-S, Jerry Grayson, and Max Casella. 
No, give me the real names now. <laughs> so the only truly good clue there, I feel, is that it's uh, Adam Driver lowly yeah. builds. Like so that, I don't know how often that's happened. Mm -mm. Any guesses? Mon Pa Kettle's lump of coal. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. No, I asked you your favorite Christmas movie earlier. This time oh. I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, do you know what it is? Uh, I, I mean, is the, uh, am I allowed to guess now? Don't guess, but just say whether or not you know it. I, th I think I know what it is, yes. Okay. Yeah, so if Leonard can't figure this out, Sam's going to be our winner today. For this part of the show, he'll have to go up against others. No, I, I have absolutely no <laughs> guess. But I'm, I'm, I'm noodling around uh, the, the, the clue that it's, you said singer, and then you sort of stopped yourself so and said singers. singers. Um, hmm. Yeah, classic game show host screw up on my part. <laughs> Uh, I just I just you know wanted to be it, it, more than one person sings in the film, but I believe the film is about a singer. Would this be a Coen Brothers movie? Have you given me your official answer yet? Because I cannot give you any more. Oh, okay, I'm going to try Inside Lewin Davis. That is correct. That's what I think it is. Yeah, okay. that is correct. You did it, Leonard. We have a three-way tie. Wow. And here I thought it was Mon Pa's kettle of coal. <laughs> <laughs> I could not accept that because he forgot to mm. phrase it as a question. There you go. <laughs> I see. Um, all right. So we have a three-way tie and uh, Sam just challenged Leonard. So we're going to start with Jesse and then go to Sam. And Jesse gets to pick a category. This is going to be the determining round. Oh, boy. Okay. That's going to decide who wins this thing. I'm so excited that everybody has a chance. <laughs> uh, Bring back asparagus names. pee. Eight crazy names is still an option. And then in addition to eight crazy names, we've also got, uh, let me give you two more categories. Christmas Steve. Right. Or Jack Frost. Ooh. Jack Frost, Christmas Steve, or eight crazy names? Uh, eight crazy names. All right. Eight crazy names is pretty much what it sounds like. It's a movie where Leonard listed eight names. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is a tough one because that's really not that great of a clue. Okay. <laughs> but here's the rest of the clues. The year is 2013 again. Okay. Inside Lewin Davis. <laughs> Two stars from Leonard for this one. Okay. Uh, he says that this movie is a cartoonish yarn. He also says that uh, it doesn't look real. Uh-huh. It's real, real fake. Okay. And he names eight names, as I mentioned. Yeah. How many names do you think you can Let's get? Let's start with eight, shall we? Okay, that's a good starting bid, Sam. She says eight names. Well, Doug, as you know, you've given wonderful clues. 
Five names. Leonard. Well, I might as well I might as well say four names. Sure. Because it gives me the same odds as if I said <laughs> eight names. Well, no, you can't say eight names. No, no, I know that. Oh, okay. I'm bidding four and I'm gonna okay. take my punishment. Well, no, actually, I'm going to take the punishment. I was gonna, yeah, see, I, but this, see, this is where we get into the whole we love each other thing. I'm going to go ahead and say name it because I wouldn't wow. do that to my Sam. Well, no, well, you've done it to me anyway. Now I can't win. Yeah, you'd box Sam out if you don't bid. Ah, okay. Which would you prefer? Which is fine. No, 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 which is fine. <laughs> which is fine, Jesse. I don't want to do it to you. But, you know, this is why I like playing heads up against a... Uh, 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 Jeff, but uh, no, if you want to make Leonard name it, I say name it. Let's see if he can do it. You want to try? He's shrugging. I'm willing to try. Why don't you try? Okay. All right. Your three names. Yep. Oh, God. Are... No, he gets four, I think. Four, four names. Oh, four. Okay. Well, that, wait till you hear these names. That's really going <laughs> to... <laughs> Your four names are Amori Nolasco, Cole Hauser, Rasha Bukvik, and Yulia Sniger. Sniger. It's easy for you to say. Yulia Sniger. Uh, do you remember a movie from 23 that you thought was a cartoonish yarn that doesn't look real? 2013, right? Mm -hmm. do, do many other critics use the word yarn nowadays? <laughs> and if not, why not? You, do, you know, do you know what is killing me? I think I would have gotten this. Of course think, you would have. I think you would have. I think, I think, I know. think about yarn, Leonard, is that um, I find that you use it for movies that you like and movies that you don't like. Mm -hmm. So a movie can, just that it's a yarn doesn't necessarily mean you're attacking it. or. Oh, no, of course it. not. No, no. It, it's, it's, a, it's a particular kind of movie. Yeah. A movie that has a certain tone to it or a certain approach. Yeah. Like, An approach that I would love to describe more fully if I knew what movie we were talking about. And I don't. Well, I, well I wait, to. let me ask you guys a question. Which one of you wants to come back to face the other winners more? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to give what I think is a hint. You, if <laughs> if you prefer, Leonard. <laughs> it's all on you, sir. No, yes, give me a hint then. Okay, I think based on all of those Russian names and the fact that Cole Hauser is in it, I think this may be the last Die Hard movie, which is called A Good Day to Die Hard. But I, I can't say with certainty because I only saw it once, but I know Cole Hauser is in it and it takes place in Russia. That's some hint. Well, <laughs> I like giving very, very specific hints to my pal, yeah. Leonard Malton. <laughs> 
I mean, that's what you think is the answer. Well, then I might as well. I might as well go for that. I mean, I saw the movie too when it was uh, when it was new. And, and you know what it is, Leonard? It's a yarn. It's a yarn. It's a yarn that I almost immediately forgot. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take a swing at this and say it's the, the good day to die hard. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Damn, Leonard, you did it up against Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited that uh, Leonard's moving on to the next portion of the show. Me too. Uh, Me too. Hopefully the, the, you know, the dog will still be out of the room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I, can I just tell, so this has been obviously as we're doing 17 zooms a day uh, has been an issue uh, and we're not alone. Uh, there are many people and very the funny videos that keep popping up of weathermen having their dogs appear in the corner, knocking maps over. Or, or, uh, or infants. You know. Oh, yeah, children walking around. So uh, my dad got to do an interview um, for Godfather 3. Let's not talk about the film itself because there's no need. But he got to interview Francis Ford Coppola, Al Pacino, and Andy Garcia, which was okay. incredibly cool. Via Zoom, not ideal, but hey. And, you know, so we got the coughing dog is away in one room. I've got the quiet dog next to me with his collar off because that's how we keep him from making noise. And Al Pacino's cat and dog would not stop barking and meowing. And I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever heard in my life because Al going, come on, come on now. Someone's got, come on, come on. Someone's got to get him out. Come on. One of the funniest things that's happened. He, he doesn't go, hoo quiet down. <laughs> <laughs> he wants a treat. One to take the animals away. I love the idea that uh, Pacino's dog would sound like that. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everybody for being here. This is a historic uh, meeting of uh, personalities and a, a big, big loss for Sam Levine today. It's, you know what, uh, it's a, uh, in some ways I feel like I won. <laughs> Because anytime, anytime I can lose the game to its namesake, that's that's not that's not a real loss. That's a victory, well, no matter how I look at it. You, yeah, you may have lost it, but you're also the reason he won. So I feel like that's, the yeah. hero's journey here. Yeah. No, I think it's you know what? That's my Christmas gift to the other rounds winners is the gift of Leonard Malton. <laughs> well, thank you for that, and uh, uh, the, Leonard the, will the, uh, you know have compliments are much appreciated. Have you back later in the show, but uh, I have to say uh, goodbye to Jesse and to Sam. And um, we'll be right back with the exciting conclusion. Hey everybody, just wanted to take a moment to tell you about Doug Benson's Comedy Sesh. It's on Saturday, December 26, 2020 at 4.20 p.m. Pacific Time. $10 gets you in to see me and three of my comedy friends telling jokes, playing a game from Doug Loves Movies, and hanging out. The last show was over three hours long. We'll see if we can break that record. Go to RushTix.com for tickets. That's RushTix.com. Kaka! Doug Loves Movies. We're back and we're down to the four so-called winners who will battle it out for Leonard Malton game supremacy. Welcome back. 
your dreams are your ticket out. <laughs> John Jordan, Leonard Malton, Jeff Tate, and Dan, the man, Van Kirk. Let's go, boys. Hello, hey everybody. Welcome back, everybody. As, I can't uh, believe I made it this far. I can't believe that in the, uh, you know, the virtual green room, you pointed out that this is really a fine selection of white dudes, <laughs> but you know, at least with you and uh, young Sean Jordan, at least there's a long, uh, you know, wide age difference. So there's diversity in that sense. Will you call me young Sean Jordan again, please? That's your rap name. Anything to anything to stay away from having to say old letter Malton because that is not nice. There. This is fun. Hype Williams presents Young Sean Jordan. I'll take it. <laughs> um, who thinks they're going to get eliminated first? That's uh, a silly question. I, I do. I, I take it back. Uh, but thank you to everybody for for being here for participating in the. Uh, in the uh, 12 guests format, even though we've had to do it in a different style than we're used to. Hopefully next year we'll get back to uh, live shows in New York and LA. I usually do a one of each and we get uh, 24 or more folks uh, on this thing. But mm -hmm. let's continue the game. It's now single elimination. So Scared. if you miss something, thanks for being here. Goodbye. <laughs> you're you're the weakest link goodbye um so we're gonna start with uh sean That's and right. then go to leonard then jeff and then dan okay so dan you i mean you might sit comfortably over there and not even get uh, involved in the first skirmish happy to avoid yeah right dude i'm flexing can you guys hear it i'm flexing <laughs> yeah you can roll let's roll that's some young sean jordan move right there <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you get to pick a uh, category for us to play, Sean. Okay. Uh, would you like Christmas Steve or Black Christmas or Jack Frost? Black Christmas. All right, Black Christmas. This does, is, uh, do you have a feeling for what this category is, Sean? Could be one of two things. I want to say, like, horror like you know christmas horror films or obviously like a black ensemble cast film something like that oh okay well wrong and wrong this is the, <laughs> <Tight>. <laughs> this is the films of jack black it's just one uh, one dude that we're looking at it's his films if <laughs> sam levine were playing he'd know immediately what movie it is because he's very good with years we'll see how you guys do okay. 1997 <laughs> is the year sean Okay. Uh, Mr. Leonard Malden gives this movie two and a half stars. He calls it watchable, which he, you have to love that in a movie when you can, you're allowed to look at it. <laughs> sure. Gotta watch it. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. How do you get the two and a half stars without watching? Yeah. I get it. Podcasts don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> Not this one. It's weakened by lapses of credibility, which, as we all know, really can cripple motion picture and our experience watching it but we'll start with you sean and 11 names how many names do you think it would take you to figure out what the heck this is uh say eight just taking eight out of 11 names leonard how do you feel about that could you do you think you go less or would you like to challenge sean, uh, 
in order to stay in the game, I think I'm going to challenge. Ooh. Oh, I think that's a, a smart play because uh, really? eight names. You know, shit. Um, I didn't mean to pit the two of you against each other. <laughs> not, not possible. Not yeah, possible. The gate. But uh, are you ready for your eight names? Do you like the clues again, Sean? Uh, you know, I think I got it. Throw it at me. I'm born on a green light, my friend. I, I'm, I'm living in a red sign. <laughs> like what's happening. <laughs> okay, eight names. Here you go, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Sophie Anokio, Okonedo, Okonedo, Sophie yeah. Okonedo. Yeah, I, I typed it out wrong, but that's her. Um, Jack Black. Yeah, he's not in a very big role in this film. Okay. Then Richard Lineback, mm-hmm. Steven Spinella, Matilda May, J.K. Simmons, Tess Harper, and Diane Venora, leaving three names that are, are crucial to figuring out the title of this movie, in my opinion. But maybe you know it, Sean. What is it? Well, I don't know it. I don't. Have, <laughs> I don't even have a. I can't even. Uh, fucking. Oh man, I can't, I can't think of what. He was just kind of in, besides like Anchorman or something, and that was obviously after that. Um, I. I don't know, man. I don't know. I. Terminator Two. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, don't, you don't have to laugh so hard at it. Does everybody else know it? Fuck no, me. I have no, no idea, no, Sean. There is super I, tough one. I think I know it. Yeah, of course Jeff knows it, but because Jeff, Jeff is the, he's the next Sam Levine. He's really uh, gotten uh, quite good at this stuff. What what is it, Jeff? Is it the jackal? It is the jackal. Oh. He gets his arm shot off, doesn't he? He's the, yeah, he gets yeah, he does. Yeah. Damn, that's right. It's an unfortunate movie. It was directed by Michael Caton Jones, who usually uh, does some pretty decent work, but uh, they were already in trouble with Leonard Maltin when you you would try to remake the Day of the Jackal, <laughs> and then you call it the jackal. Like uh, you know, we don't even care how long it takes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, uh, but thank line, you, gentlemen. Thank you, Sean Jordan. <laughs> You're a delightful man, player. I appreciate it. Back at you. Yeah. All. Bye, Sean. Bye, Sean. Uh, he, he's gone, you guys. Did you say Donka, Sean? <laughs> no, no. no, that's good. <laughs> you made Leonard, that up entirely. Leonard, you just Leonard made that Donka up. Donka, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see what do we do now what do we do without sean (laughs) leonard has a point good for you leonard uh so now we go to jeff who's next in line and then as uh, sam would happily point out if he was here then we uh, reverse the order so it goes back at leonard so it's jeff versus leonard dan just hanging out i'm happy to do it um oh by the by the way should you should you tell the people the 
top three Bills actors in the Jackal? Oh, I love that you uh, mentioned that because it would maybe drive some people crazy. Uh, they are Sidney Poitier, mm -hmm. Richard Gere, and Bruce Willis. Oh, uh, a very disappointing movie, especially considering the cast. But anyway, thank you for that, Leonard. Uh, <laughs> and also, thank you for putting off the inevitable, because now Jeff is going to tear you limb from limb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, Leonard. I'm not. I promise. No, he's going to do it. It's going to be so gentle, you're going to hardly notice. Uh, you get to pick between three categories, Jeff. We like the aforementioned Christmas Steve or Jack Frost, or It's a Wonderful Lie. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> a great title. Um, I'm going to say uh, Jack Frost. I, 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 I kind of want to know if Jack Frost is also Jack Black movies. <laughs> That'd no, it great. isn't. No, it's not. But, uh, you know, you you walked right into this one, Jeff, because you picked a category that I think uh, Leonard might have a slight advantage. Because Jack Frost is movies with a character named Jack that Leonard did not love. <laughs> In other words, Leonard gave these movies with a character named Jack a chilly reception. Okay. Hence <laughs> the name Jack Frost. Um, 2014 is the year, Jeff. Uh, two and a half stars from Leonard. He calls this movie a reinvention and also unexceptional. And he names 10 names. How many names do you need to figure this one out, Jeff Tate? Unexceptional, someone named Jack, Leonard didn't care for it. I think I'm going to need 10 names. <laughs> okay. I really thought a bolder bid was on a, on a <laughs> uh, What do you think, Leonard? Well, I'll, I'll give it a shot at nine names. He's saying nine names. Dan Van Kirk comes to play. He's out on the pitch. What is he going to do? 2014. Leonard knows he didn't like it. Somebody named Jack is in it. I'm hoping they were top build. You know what? I'm going to leave it to the man. Leonard Malton, name that movie. You just gave me an idea for a fun game where we just name a movie and then Leonard tells us what how many stars he thinks he gave it. <laughs> Ooh, that is a fun game. <laughs> Because I bet you you'd be right a lot of the time, but you still sometimes, you know, two and a half, three stars, you know, how can you remember mm -hmm. exactly? Uh, I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be fun to, fun to watch you take a swing at it. Um, yeah. Especially one fun, where maybe... Fun to, fun to watch my flop sweat is what you're saying. Yeah. But you don't, your opinion doesn't change much over time. You don't really have the, you know, the... Uh, you're not interested in going back and watching movies over again to give them a second chance. No, usually, usually that's inadvertent. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, the wife wants to watch something, and you're like, oh, I'll watch it again. What the mm -hmm. hell? Uh, okay. Uh, say hello to Alice for me. All, All right. right. But also, we'll see what happens here, because you get nine names to name this film from 2014 that you gave two and a half stars and called Reinvention. 
and unexceptional. And uh, the nine names are Gemma Chan, Seth Ayat, Nonso Anozi. Here's one you might recognize. Colm Fior, Elena Vilikanova, Peter Anderson, Kira Knightley. Mm. Now we're getting into the meat of it. Kenneth Branagh, Kevin Costner. Oh. You only you only have one actor left that you do not get to hear. Any idea what this is? No. <laughs> Me either. I have no idea. I know um, it. I know Jeff knows it. <laughs> Jeff knows it for sure. Draft. Uh, but Draft. thank you so much for playing, Leonard. The movie is the top person. It still might not help you come up with the title because it's got a silly subtitle, but uh, uh, the top build person is Chris Pine. So, of course, it is the... Uh, oh, is it? When he played Jack Ryan. Yeah. Oh, oh. Colin. Shadow. I don't feel so bad that I forgot it. Yeah, yeah. well, it's, it's Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> it was the, the die was cast against you that you would uh, come up with that. But I hope uh, that you're having a, a wonderful holiday season. Say hello to the rest of the family and the pets. And uh, everybody get the Leonard Maltin uh, King of Movies game. Uh, it's a f fun game. You can play with your friends. I gave you a plug anyway here at the end, Leonard, even though you're not supposed to get one. Well, that's very generous with <laughs> you. Shows the that shows the true holiday spirit. Yeah, it does. Sure does. Now, see you later. <laughs> I'm so happy I got second place. Oh, uh, man. Don't say know. that. Yeah, because now it's time time for you to lose. You, you might know. get first place. You never oh, know. Oh, yeah, that's no. true. Well, I, I, I thought Jeff was being more threatening when in actuality uh, he was just pointing out what could really happen. Mm -hmm. When you started that last one, I was like, I was hoping it was going to end up being Jack Reacher, like when it would go around <laughs> to me. I was going to do that 10 names, and then I was going to be like negative three. Damn. Um, all right, so by Roseman Pike. Since Dan was a challenger, <laughs> Jeff Jeff gets to pick again, and uh, Dan, it's going to come to you after. Great. Jeff's first bid. So good luck to both of you. There's Thank only you. one winner, and then there's another guy who I also like very much. <laughs> uh, Happy to be one of those. Not the winner. <laughs> I think I'd rather be the other one. I don't want to be the winner either. <laughs> I know, but then what if what if I win? Then you are the other one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeff, which category would you like? The uh, we've said it before. We'll say it again. Christmas Steve, or uh, it's a wonderful lie, or Christmas on the Cape. Uh-huh. All right. I'm going to say uh, Christmas Steve. Oh, okay. And I hope these are Jack Black movies. <laughs> no. <laughs> Steve Martin movies. Oh. Steve Martin. Okay. 
Yeah, Steve Martin. So I still think it's anybody's ball game because who doesn't love Steve Martin? And he's pretty aware of most of his movies. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, Jeff, is from 2009. The late Leonard Maltin gave it three stars. I'm just joking around because he was, you know, I just he just left the game. Yeah, he's no longer here in the game. He's yeah. no longer in the game. Yeah. Uh, he says it's got appealing performances and highly, it's highly pleasurable escapism. Highly pleasurable and yet only worth three stars. So, <laughs> uh, thirteen names listed by Mr. Malton. All right, I'm gonna say thirteen. That's what I said. Thirteen. Yes. Yeah. All right. Jeff says thirteen. Dan. Okay. Well, I'll go twelve. Okay. Now this is exciting because Jeff already told us about a time that he hoped the bidding would come <laughs> back around to him. He was gonna slam in a negative bid. Uh, Dan says. Just the 12 names. So what do you think, Jeff? I think um, I'm going to say 10. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Dan, you want to go lower than 10? Um, I, you said it was from 2009. It's escapism. Mm-hmm. Highly pleasurable escapism. Highly pleasurable. I don't agree. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> 2009. Okay. I might not get the chance to talk again. So before I do, happy holidays to both of you. And there's no two other people I would rather have come down to the end of this game with. Especially you, Doug. It would have been weird to get to the end and you not be here. (laughs) I know. It's, uh, you know, knock on on wood. I made it through the whole thing. I know. All right. Love you both. Jeff Tight. Uh, Jeff Tate. Why did I say Jeff Tice? Jeff Tate. Uh, name that movie. Wait, you're giving him ten names? I don't. I, I have to. <laughs> Why do you? Because I feel. Because I feel like if I say nine, he's definitely gonna say name it, and I'm not gonna know it. And what if there's? So, and I know what I don't know, which is something I've been working a lot through therapy. And <laughs> what if there's a chance he doesn't know it? Because I feel like he would have gone way harder on me unless he's trying to trick me like Rocky did in Rocky three. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell him to name it. I just think the 10 names is like right on the precipice of like that. He's definitely going to get it. So here I know, but nine is me definitely not getting it. I don't know about definitely not. Let's stop at nine and see where you're at just for fun. Okay. All right. I love that. But, but, but Jeff's going to win no matter what. <laughs> I think that's my prediction. I could be wrong. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I've been playing a movie game with him uh, online, you know, on Periscope and Twitter every day for uh, over 250 days at this point. Uh, yes, that is true. <laughs> so I feel that's like awesome. I know. I feel like I know how he's going to do with something. I, you know, I try not to set it up so that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Doug, I love you for setting these up because it gives me like something to look forward to in the week and then certainly in the day when I get to do it. But there's this other side of it that makes me miss, especially you two, and this being in the same place, maybe a cocktail in our hand and like 
having these fun moments. So thanks. I mean it. But also it makes me it's sad, but All hopeful. Right, Jeff, stay sober. Don't drink just because Dan just brought it up. He could have a mocktail just as long as we're all sitting around having a fun time. He'll have, <laughs> he'll have some Gatorade and he'll like it. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I miss you too, Dan. <laughs> Here's your nine names. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then we'll give you one more after that. <laughs> well, let's see if Dan knows it after... Bruce Altman, Nora Dunn, Caitlin Fitzgerald, Hunter Parrish, Zoe Kazan, Alexandra Wentworth, Mary Kay Place, Rita Wilson, and Lake Bell. That's the nine names. Does that I, ring any bells for you, Dan? Don't I have a guess, but I don't know if it's okay. right at all. So maybe it's a guess. And Jeff, are you there yet, or do you need that one more name? I think... I think I have a guess. I think like yes. Nora Dunn really helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which um, nobody, and it, nobody ever says that. Right. Right. But it also, it like, <laughs> I was like ballparking an era. I'm not the, I'm not Sam Levine with the year. So I was ballparking the era and Nora Dunn kind of eliminates one of my guesses. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. I'm just so happy you're um, guessing. She's a good actress. I just, it was just a funny opportunity. Yeah, it was a, no, it was a great exchange. Like somebody for no reason. Okay, um, you ready for your 10 name, Jeff? Should help a lot. Yes. <laughs> it's John Krasinski. Oh, that really, okay, that locks it down. <laughs> yeah, so what's the answer? Um, it's complicated. No, just tell me the answer. I <laughs> you guys are not going to believe this. That was my guess. <laughs> I swear I to God. It. Of course I believe I it. I swear I could only think of one, like 2009-ish. But then I was like, that, I don't know if that falls into the version. No offense to the man we love, Leonard Vault, But I was like, is that escapism? But I'm like, especially, is, are, you esca- is. are you escaping is because- if the movie's called Complicated? It's complicated, <laughs> but it's also it's escapist because you know, it's all uh, very wealthy. The characters all have wealth and style, you know, like the you know everybody yeah. rules over like Meryl Streep's kitchen and that. Movie. Yeah, and scarves and stuff. Yeah, so it's uh, it's definitely you know, and it's and it is very it's, it's escapism in the sense that you know nothing too heavy goes down other than you know. See, John Krasinski would have thrown me off. I have no memory of him being in that movie. I still, like, if I had gone nine, I'm sure, Jeff, you would have gone eight. And I could have just doubled down on my one hunch all the way till who knows what happened. But, man, <laughs> that's crazy that it was the one weird-ass movie I thought of. And my Uncle Ken loves that movie. He, he I guess he escaped into it, too. <laughs> he just loves that kitchen. Does he talk about kitchens a lot? They all talk about the kitchen. <laughs> The beginning of Leonard's review is light as air, easy to take, romantic comedy. All right. Well, that would have. See, my other guess was Pink Panther. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. That's Which is from guess. around then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good guess. All right. Well, Jeff, you did it. You won the 2020. Oh, boy. I can't believe it. Christmas. Um, Dan, thank you for being here. Can't. Uh, Jeff, do you have uh, something you want to plug? I'm uh, just uh, Bandcamp. JeffTate.bandcamp.com. On yeah. Fr- <laughs> yeah, on Fridays, that's when you really want to go because it's cheaper. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if it's cheaper, but I make more money. 
Oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> go on Friday because then Jeff gets more. His cut is bigger on Fridays. Uh, so go the nearest uh, Friday that you can uh, to buy Jeff's albums. Congrats again, Jeff. Thank you for being here. Oh, my and, pleasure. Uh, I've got a show to promote on December 26th. Hot Boxing Day. RushTix.com. Ten bucks. We're gonna play a game from Doug Loves Movies. Me and my three comedy guests, and uh, it's gonna be a, a lot of fun on the day after Christmas or Boxing Day if you're in Canada. That's RushTix.com. Thanks again to everybody who participated in this show, and to producer Ryan for putting it all together. And as always. I'm too old for this. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies.